Improving the health of our community through compassion and excellence in healthcare services, Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital brings you another informational podcast. It's Your Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. A blood donation is truly a gift of life that a healthy individual can give to others who are sick or injured. My guest today is Cindy Martin. She's the Administrative Director of Clinical Laboratory and Pathology Services at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Cindy, I'm so glad to have you joining us today as somebody who donates blood every chance that I get and platelets as well. I have a passion for this topic, but I'd like you to start with a little physiology lesson for people that don't know. How much blood do we have in our body? Um, well, d- Melanie, depending on our your size, uh, we have approximately seven to nine liters of blood in your body, um, and your bone marrow is constantly replacing those red cells that you make in your body. Tell us about giving blood. Why is it so important, and how badly does the country need blood right now? Well, right now, the American Red Cross actually just issued a um, statement saying that they had a severe shortage. Um, we have a need for blood constantly. You know, I often see people after disaster lining up to donate blood, but what we really need, and that is all good. I mean, I would never, you know, turn anyone away for that, but we, what we really need is somebody who consistently donates every eight weeks or so, um, to replenish the blood supply in the, uh, United States, because we often run into this situation, especially around holidays or right now, you know, graduations, summer starting, summer vacations, where people just don't think to donate. And so we are stuck in these situations several times a year where we don't have the blood supply that we need um, in the whole of the United States. So it's kind of, it's a very severe um, situation when you have People out in their cars, they have traumas happening all the time, people coming in using massive amounts of blood um, a little bit more often than in other times of the year, and uh, and we may not have that on hand. So it's so important that people think to donate um, whenever they can. Tell us what it's like when someone donates blood. How much blood do you take, and how long does it take to donate? Well, it takes probably... Uh, about a half an hour. You have to go about a half an hour before that to fill out the documentation. If you're just giving a regular unit of blood, um, it's about the size of, say, two cups, a little bit more, 500 milliliters. And, uh, and, they, and then that gets separated into several different blood components that can be given and help, help you know, two or three people. So, um, but you just answer the questionnaire. They do your hemoglobin and hematocrit level, meaning how many red cells do you have in your body, and uh, make sure that you're healthy and, and ready to donate uh, before they actually um, collect the unit. And um, after that, after you've, everything's sterile, everything's you know, manned by nurses, and, um, and they take the unit of blood, and about a half an hour later, you're ready to go. Who can donate and who cannot donate, Cindy? Because sometimes people get turned away and they're not sure why. So who do you say can come in and donate and and tell us why there might be reasons somebody might not be able to? Right. So um, 
anybody who is over 110 pounds and uh, 17 or older, you can donate if you're 16 with parental consent in California. Uh, You have to be feeling well that day, not have any signs of illness or flu. And um, of course, you don't want to donate more than uh, 56 days apart. So you want to give your body time to remake those red cells. So every eight weeks or so you can donate. Um, There are a number of infectious diseases that um, we want to be screening for and make sure that um, they don't get into the blood supply. Although we test the units for these uh, infectious diseases as well, we have the um, questionnaire before you donate that will let us know if there's any risk factors. So if you've been out of the country in an area that might have malaria, for instance, you wouldn't donate for um, six months after that. Um, there's other situations, you know, if you've been exposed to any um, anybody who had um, hepatitis or uh, who, could, who could possibly be in a high-risk category, that would also, you'd, you'd have to take, um, like if you got a tattoo, for instance, you might have to wait a year to donate after that. So there's several, uh, uh, you know, questions on the questionnaire that will kind of tell you whether you can donate or not. Um, and they screen that very closely. That's, that's a very important part of the screening process for donation. And certain places that you've traveled abroad make you ineligible as well, yes? That is correct. Um, there was a time that when, especially if you've been a resident of a country, um, for instance, I lived in Spain um, in the 80s. And during that time, there was um, the mad cow disease issue that was over there. And so for that reason, I cannot donate. Um, I do everything I can to try to recruit people to donate. and um, But unfortunately, that's my situation where if you're in another um, countries, certain countries, especially Europe, during a certain time frame, they don't allow you to um, to donate because of the risk of disease at that time. Do you get to find out your blood type from donating, Cindy? How do we know what type of blood we have if you need certain types of blood? And can you use blood donation to find out if you have any diseases? Do people do that or do they used to do that? Well, let me address that first because that's very important. You never want to screen with a blood donation. That is, a, that is not a, really not an ethical thing to do, and it's not a desirable thing to do for the population. That is something you, you never want to do. Um, there, there should never have been a time when that happened because the fact that we have a volunteer um, group of people donating um, and they're and they're screened out for diseases, it's very important that you don't use it for that purpose. So blood types, um, yes, you do find out what type you are. They give you, they should be giving you a card or an indication of what type blood type you are. If you are an O, positive or negative, you are a much more desirable donor. We need all blood types, but those blood types, O's, O-pos and O-neg, can be used on many more people than other blood types for red cells. So every time you donate, your unit is separated into red cells and plasma. Red cells type O 
are can be given to anybody. If you're in an accident, they don't know your blood type, you come into the ER and you're bleeding, they'll give you type O because they know that that is going to be compatible with you no matter what. Um, o negative is compatible with everybody. So that's why people um, with O neg blood are so important to the blood supply. They can be given to anybody. Um, pregnant women who come in um, in an accident, anybody that um, that needs blood can get an O-neg. O-pause is, is um, a little bit fewer people can get those, but that is generally used in trauma as well. Um, it's good to know your blood type so that you know um, how you can donate. For instance, I'm an AB, which means my plasma can be given to anybody and my platelets can be given to anybody, but my red cells can only be given to an AB patient. So my plasma and platelets are much more useful in the blood supply. It's like an O-neg, but for plasma and platelets. So red cells, O-neg, plasma and platelets, AB are the most desirable blood types. Well, I'm a B positive. And so I know that when they put out a call for that, I Mm-hmm. I go running. Now, some people wonder if it's safe to receive blood. So tell us when somebody does donate, what types of tests do you perform on donated blood before it can be used? Um, they they test for um, every virus that they can test for, essentially. Um, they test and bacteria, syphilis, hepatitis, all the different kinds of hepatitis, HIV, of course, Zika. Um, they do a whole battery of tests to make sure that that blood is uh, as safe as possible. Um, it's, I, I, the, the, the statistics are, um, it's incredibly safe. <laughs> there's, there's very, very little chance of transmission of any kind of, um, any kind of illness through uh, the blood supply. Can someone donate to themselves? Yeah, actually, that is called autologous donation. You, uh, prior to a surgery, an elective surgery, have the choice to donate a unit of blood to yourself. That practice is becoming less um, used because of the safety of the blood supply, Um, and they want to optimize the patient for surgery and, of course, taking out some um, blood means your your uh, blood levels will go down a little bit, and you'll have to remake that before surgery, and that stresses the body a little bit. But yes, it is possible to have a an autologous donation where you would get your own blood if something uh, if it were to be needed during surgery. How does a person feel after donating? I mean, one of my favorite parts, I have to admit this, is the bagels and the cookies and the brownies and the things we get afterwards, because it's like a nice little free lunch or breakfast. But what does it feel like? And then tell us what happens to the blood after it's donated. How long until it's used? Well, right after donation, you should, they they have done all your blood levels. So you should have uh, be feeling pretty good. And uh, like, for instance, here, usually they give away something really nice at the hospital, either movie tickets or I know in November they give a pie for Thanksgiving. Um, So it's always, and it's a good feeling just to have donated um, and know you're helping your uh, community. 
Now, um, as far as the blood is donated, uh, about seven days worth of testing um, and with the results coming back testing, and then it's put out into the blood supply. That um, is different for different blood products. So for red cells, um, everything is tested. All the different types of blood products are tested for about seven days. And then for um, the red cells, it comes out to the uh, hospital or wherever at the point of need, and uh, it can last in our refrigerators for 42 days for most types of um, red cells. The platelets last only five days. So platelets are don't like the refrigerator very much. When you put them in the refrigerator, they don't function like they should when they get transfused into somebody, uh, somebody's body. So you try, have to keep the platelets at room temperature, and that's why we need continuous donations of platelets because they don't last as long as the red cells. We also need red cells, but platelets are um, what is caught in clots in your body. So um, if those are low, then you tend to bleed. So um, they need ones that are functional when they transfuse them. And those uh, can only last for five days at room temperature. Plasma, on the other hand, can last for up to a year because it can be frozen. There's no living cells in plasma. So they're able to freeze that for uh, a whole year, and it can be used any time during that year. Well, thank you for clearing that up for people that are wondering as we wrap up. Cindy, tell us what you would like us to know about the importance, the incredible importance of blood donation and how people can go about donating blood at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Well, um, I don't think I can overemphasize the importance of blood donation. There have been many lives saved here at the hospital. Here at just our hospital, never mind all the other hospitals in the country, from blood donations. Uh, There have been accidents that have used patients who have used up to 50, 60 uh, units of red cells to survive their their trauma. And so to protect the community, we have to have that blood supply up to our our reasonable level where we can get that. All of our blood is um, supplied by the American Red Cross. And so if you donate to the American Red Cross, that helps the supply of our community. We have donations here from the American Red Cross um, that comes on site at the hospital to donate every eight weeks or so. Um, We have uh, an event coming up on June 19th where you can donate here at the hospital. All you have to do is go to the American Red Cross um, website to sign up for the um, donation. And um, I did want to mention that June 14th is International Blood Donor Day. And so that would be a nice timely um, donation in June, especially with the shortages that we're experiencing now. It's great information and so important. I encourage people to donate blood whenever you can. As Cindy said, every eight weeks, look into donating plasma and platelets because it's all needed all year round. Find out your blood type and go donate blood. It could save so many lives. That wraps up another episode of It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. 
head on over to our website at henrymayo.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast informative, please share on your social media and be sure to check out all the other fascinating podcasts in our library. I'm Melanie Cole.